What's going on guys, this is Darth Tyranitar and welcome to the Nerd Talks Podcast. Today I just want to talk about one of my, one of the topics that I've been meaning to make a podcast for and that's if Ash had an ultimate team. Um, basically what I'm going to do here is I'm just going to talk about uh, pretty much like every Pokemon that would be in Ash's ultimate final team and this could be Pokemon from anywhere from Gen 1 to Gen 6. I'm not going to include the Gen 7 because it's not even finished yet. So I'm just going to go right into it and um, I'm going to ex- break it down, explain why I put them in there. And I'm going to have some honorable mentions at the end. <coughs> so the first Pokemon that I want to talk about is um, we're going to talk about Sceptile. He would be my number six. Um, so Sceptile has a 44% win rate. And the reason why I would put him in the final team over others is just because of his just his notable victories that I that I have for him. Um, he ties with Maze Blaziken, which is a type disadvantage. And the fact that you tie with a Pokemon like that, um, you know that 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 makes me think that that's a strong Pokemon. Like no Pokemon should tie or win against a type disadvantage. So that kind of speaks volumes for Sceptile. Also, probably Sceptile's biggest win was when he beat Tobias's Darkrai. Okay, I mean, that's huge. Um, I'm pretty sure no one before Sceptile beat Darkrai. I don't even think anyone beat Tobias's Darkrai. So, I mean, the fact that he was the only one who beat him and you beat a legendary, that's, that's great. That's good enough for me to put you in the final six. Um... And not to mention that, like, that was before Pokemon could even Mega Evolve. Can you imagine if Ash brought him back and started Mega Evolving Sceptile? That'd be, that'd be crazy. So, yes, he, he definitely deserves a spot in my, t- in my final six team for Ash. Um, number five spot. I, I kind of, I didn't know what to do for this fifth spot. So, I'm just going to pick the Pokemon that fits Ash's team better. Like, that would, this would make it to where, like, he wouldn't have any weaknesses to any, any typings. Um, and that's going to be Snorlax. Snorlax has a 73% win rate. Um, and the big reason why I wanted to put Snorlax in there is just because, just, just what, what it can offer, like what it brings to the table. Like, uh, this Pokemon demonstrates six different moves at the Kanto Battle Frontier. Um, normally a Pokemon only knows four moves. So the fact that this Pokemon knew six blows my mind. Um... It has a 100% win rate over all fighting types, and it only lost three times. And the and then at, like those three losses came after Snorlax winning, like it, he like they like Snorlax beat a Pokemon, and then right after that lost. So, I mean, I don't really blame Snorlax, and like really like I kind of blame Ash just because that was poor planning on Ash's part. Like you, like if if Snorlax really like worked a lot to beat that Pokemon, you should like call him back and let him rest or you know something like that's more of Ash just being a poor trainer. And for the record, um, <laughs> for the record, I don't think Ash is a good trainer at all. I think he's pretty bad actually. Um, just, I, just for what what he does with his Pokemon does not make sense to me. Like the type the type disadvantages that he makes his Pokemon go through. Um, I understand that you like you believe in your Pokemon and you don't really believe in type disadvantages and type matchups, but 
I mean, I understand if you don't care, but you should at least care for the Pokemon. Like, I wouldn't, don't put that, don't put them through some stuff that, you know, like, if you're going to put a Pokemon up against a type disadvantage, you know, that's going to be a harder win for them to make. And that's a lot of pressure for them to win just because you believe in them. That's, that's not fair. So that's just, <laughs> that's enough about me ranting about Ash. Um, uh, so number, the fourth spot that I would, I would put in there is a uh, probably probably Pikachu, um, it's kind of a given, right, uh, Pikachu's everywhere, he's always with Ash, Pikachu actually has a 60% win rate, um, Pikachu has taken down a lot of people, okay, Uh, there's no way I can name them all, and, I mean, I'm sure I could, it'd be a really long podcast, but, uh, I'm just gonna talk about, talk about the notable ones, um, Pikachu has taken down Team Rocket so many times, okay, I, I lost count, it's almost like every episode, he does a Thunderbolt, and they go blasting off, right, like, that's every single every single episode almost. Um, Pikachu ties with Tobias's Latios in Generation Four. I mean, if you're tying with any legendary, like that's great. I mean, I understand like if you win, that's 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 unheard of. But if you at least tie and you're like a little mouse, like you're not even evolved, you're like it's Pikachu. Like the fact that Pikachu is tying with a legendary is crazy. Um, and even more, cra- even crazier than that, Pikachu actually beat Brandon's Regice, and I think that was the Battle Frontier. That's crazy. Regice is another legendary, and Pikachu is not even effective against Ice types. So you know that was a very good win for Pikachu. That's insane. Um, and if we're talking more recently, uh, Pikachu actually beats Alon's Tyranitar and Metagross and the Kalos League. Both of those Pokemon are. I mean, Pikachu's not effective against either one of them. Tyranitar is a rock type. Metagross is a steel type. Steel type. Like, that's insane for Pikachu to beat both of these Pokemon. So, I mean, that speaks a lot for Pikachu. Um, and more more notable victories. Um, he beats Mega Lucario, uh, Karina's Mega Lucario. And Pikachu beat Lantis Dragonite way back in the day um, in Kanto. So, Pikachu's, a, Pikachu's great. Um, the only thing that kind of gets me frustrated with Pikachu is that he also loses a lot of dumb battles, right? Like, um, Generation 5, like, when he fights, uh, trips Snivy, like, level 5 Snivy. Pikachu should be, like, level 100 at this point, and the fact that you're losing against a level 5 Snivy, come on. Um, and there's also been, there's, there's been a lot of dumb losses for Pikachu. Like, I think there was a time where he even lost against a Bellsprout, and I think it was, like, late in the, uh, Kanto League, yeah. Like, come on, like, you're losing against a Bellsprout. Like, there's a lot of dumb, big, uh, dumb losses that Pikachu has that really shouldn't be there. And, you know, I partially blame Ash just because, again, poor planning, poor, poor training, um, doesn't really know how tight matchups work. But yeah, yeah. So I'm just I'm just gonna keep moving on. Um, the third spot I'm going to give to Charizard. Um, Charizard has a winning winning record, believe it or not, uh, 65%. Um, notable victories: he beats Gary, Caesar, Golem, and Blastoise all in the same battle. Um, yeah, Caesar should have been given, but Golem and Blastoise. Golem is rock and ground, and Blastoise is water. Both should have been losses for Charizard, but he overcame them and beat Gary in the Silver Conference. That's that's awesome. Um, okay, so this next n- note that I have, I mean, I understand that Charizard loses here, but you got to think about how epic that fight was back then. Um, th- we're ta- I'm talking about Harris's Blaziken. I think this was during the Battle Frontier as well. Um, this is the first time we see Blaziken in the anime at all. So I don't even think this loss was... 
about Charizard. It was more about Blaziken making an appearance and just kind of going crazy and just fighting and fighting a strong Pokemon like Charizard. I think that was more about Blaziken making an appearance than Charizard being strong. Like, it, it was it was a good fight. I don't care if Charizard lost. Um, not to mention, Charizard went through full training at the Charisific Valley. Um, Ash dropped off Charizard there, I think in Generation 2, during Johto. And Charizard wasn't done training, I think, all the way up until Generation 5, when he brings him out to fight Iris's Dragonite in Generation 5. Um, okay, we're talking about, what, 3, 4, 5? That's three generations, four generations of training. I mean, yeah, he came out sometimes to, to help Ash, but that's a long time to be training. Like, he's probably the strongest Charizard over in that valley by now. He's He's got to be insanely strong. Um... And, I mean, the best wins come from when he fights Blaine's Magmar. That was awesome. And when he fights uh, Nolan's Articuno at the Battle Factory. Um, uh, yes, I know that Charizard had the type advantage there, but you're still beating a legendary. That's, that's still huge. <clears throat> um, and then if we're, we're going to look at the, the record, the 65% win rate, um, I, some of that comes from him dis disobeying Ash which I don't really blame him for, but still, I mean, not all of his losses are, it's, it's because of Charizard, like, he was just disobedi disobedient from the start, so, um, you would think he probably would have won more, a couple more times, <clears throat> if he would have listened a little bit. Um, the second spot I would probably give to Infernape, um, Infernape, he has an 83 win rate that is the highest win rate out of all of ash's pokemon okay um i have to put him on this list he's very strong super strong um after him and ash got a, got a hold of that blaze ability and defeated paul's electivire like that was huge huge fight huge 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 epic fight that was awesome um <clears throat> he he beats agron and ninjask after being poisoned and he even beats uh, Valkner's uh, Jolteon and Luxray after taking a, a ton of electric damage. So Infernape's a super strong Pokemon. And I, I mean, I don't want to say he's stronger than Charizard, but he has a higher win rate and he has that Blaze ability. So, I mean, it would be cool to see them two go at it for sure. But definitely going to put Infernape in that final six team for Ash. <clears throat> um, that last spot, that, that final spot on his team, I... I'm going to give it to Greninja. It, it's it's almost a given. Um, this Pokemon is the only Pokemon to quote unquote mega evolve for Ash. It, it's it's like it's like a form that Ash and Greninja uh, like invented. Um, Greninja has an 80% win rate <clears throat> and has a lot of notable victories, such as uh, beating Walfrick's uh, Mega Obama Snow. Um, he beats Diantha's Mega Gardevoir. Um, Diantha's a big name in Kalos. That's the champion, okay? Um, and then this is my favorite personal um, battle and win for Greninja, or just favorite battle in general of all Pokemon anime, um, when Greninja beats Sawyer's Mega Sceptile. Um, okay, Greninja has the type dis disadvantage here, and he's going against Mega Sceptile in the Kalos League in the semifinals. That was a huge, epic win for Greninja, huge, um, and then, you know, and then obviously the match that came after that was Alon with, uh, Mega Charizard, I, to this day, am so frustrated with how that turned out, I, just, Greninja should have won, okay, 
because Pikachu fought Mega Charizard. I mean, Electric is good against flying. I mean, okay, I know that that typing is taken away when he goes Mega Charizard, <clears throat> but Pikachu did some damage to Charizard at when he was still a Charizard before he Mega Evolved. So he should have been weak when he fought Greninja, who has the type advantage against Charizard. So I still do not understand why Greninja lost that fight. Still don't understand. I mean, I, I guess I have to understand it just because if Ash would have won, you know, he would have been the champion of Kalos. Um, and then he wouldn't be able to go to any new regions, like any new generations of Pokemon that were to come out like Alola. He wouldn't be able to, to go on. He'd be stuck at Kalos being the champion. <clears throat> and the fact that he beat Diantha, who is who was the current champion, he kind of tells you, like, he, he, he could have done it. He was strong enough. And, you know, we just, we know the truth, okay? Us Pokemon fans know the truth. So I'm just, <laughs> just going to keep going. Um, so, yeah, that, that's who I think um, would be Ash's final uh, ultimate team of six. I, I am going to make some, uh, you know, some honorable mentions. Um, so basically, the other Pokemon, um, the, the other Pokemon that I thought about putting in there was Crocodile. <clears throat> um, he has a 75% win rate. Um, some notable victories for him. He beat Iris's Dragonite, um, the one that I was talking about before with Charizard. You know, that, that was a huge win for Crocodile. Um, he beats Stefan's Lipard and Sock in the Virtuous Conference. That was a big win for Crocodile as well. Um, and then some other Pokemon that I didn't, I don't have too many notes on, but they're still, still good Pokemon that I, I've debated on putting in that final 16. Um, that would be Gudra, who has a 100% win rate. Um, but I mean, he wasn't really used all that much. Like I think Gudra went back to to uh, his family, her family, we don't know, and uh, was like protecting them. And then he brought Gudra back out to the Kalos League. So didn't really have Gudra all that much. That explains why the hundred percent win rate is there. Um, Kingler seventy one percent win rate. Um, Gabite Scraggy sixty seven percent win rate. Uh, Corefish, 61% win rate, and Swellow, Squirtle, and Noctowl all have 60% win rates. So anybody who had a 60% win rate, I really thought I should just give a shout out to just because, you know, the, you know they were strong enough to at least get that many wins. But um, yeah, that, that's who I really think should be in the final six um, team. Um, yeah, that's, that's who I think if, if you guys have any like other suggestions, maybe you guys have different, uh, ideas of who should be in Ash's final six team. I'm more than happy to hear them. Um, just leave me some comments or something like that. And that's pretty much all the time I have for this podcast. I know it was a little short, but, um, that, I mean, you know, it was, it was a quick, it was a quick, uh, topic to talk about. So yeah, just let me know what you guys think. Um, and I appreciate for the, the, the listeners and the viewers. Um, and just, uh, just let me know what you guys think. Um, maybe, maybe get some ideas for new topics. I'm all about that. And yeah, that's going to be it for tonight. Uh, I appreciate you guys listening. Thank you guys. Peace out.